Like I've been living a lie It's beautiful, huh? The way I can keep it inside I'm settled in somebody's dream Seeing through one of his eyes Pieces of somebody's mind Pictures of thoughts in the frame I stand alone in the dark now Saddened and crippled in shame I loaded my pistol in pain Cock it and clicked in the pain Woke in the sweat Feeling the death Creates an eclipse in the brain Sometimes I think I'm insane I hear the voice when I'm sleeping Whispers my name again and again It's what she's singing to me Wanna cry? We kiss in the rain. She's speaking to me once again. Hymns in my ear, but this isn't clear. I listen, but nothing's explained. This is a lie. A feeling inside. I still often drift when I drive. The tears that left burns on my cheeks. Emotionless mirrors with eyes staring me down. A view of the soul. The heart of a woman is cold. My conscience is weak. She making me weak. The only love I've ever known has left me alone. And I'm dying inside, the only thing left is my pride The pain that you hear in my rhyme For happiness I never find, it's all in my mind failed at something. I honestly believe that. It was looking at us from outside, you'd think we'd take better care of our hearts. I died when you did mentally. Spiritually, I'm numb. I feel nothing. The voices in my head are screaming louder than my lips. All the words I should have said are slipping through my
Good day, good night, shalom, balance, paradise, all welcome back. CFR News in the Lab. And it's a, uh, an interesting time we're in at the moment. It's a, a very uh, cold time uh, in the UK currently and potentially going to get colder. Some interesting times. We've got a special guest with me, uh, Jeffrey Wilson from the, uh, it's a conspiracy farm, isn't it? It is the conspiracy farm. That's see. For some reason, I had a, a, a brain blank then. I was thinking, is it conspiracy what? <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the broadcast show, um, Jeffrey. How are we doing today, sir? I'm doing good, man. I appreciate the invite. It's um, long overdue, sir. Long overdue. I have been meaning to uh, to reach out to, uh, to to get you onto the broadcast to uh, to enlighten some of the uh, the uh, siblings and and listeners to uh, your journey and your story and a, a little bit into the uh, the JW world kind of thing. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> definitely. So uh, before we even before we start, as I've been doing with what's going on, the current zombie apocalypse, <laughs> like. <sighs> Trustfully, you haven't been too affected by this, but like, like paint a vivid picture if you can. So how, how has um, 2020 been treating you? Uh, 2020 has absolutely taken no prisoners, man. And I know I'm not the only one. Um, it, it's as somebody who's kind of had my toe in this world of conspiracy and you know, kind of what we're dealing with, you just never, you never realize how bad it could get until it kind of actually happens. And we're in the midst of I mean, one of the most crazy times in human history. I know there's been a lot of crazy stuff going on, but I'm no different than anybody else, man. You know, one of my jobs just closed down, you know, just trying to get through everything and, <clears throat> excuse me, seeing everything, you know, it's closing down here again in the U.S., I'm kind of out here in the rural areas in Missouri, so it's it's less affecting me. But the county that I'm in just, you know, did the mask mandate. And it's, you know, just I'm literally trying to just stay sane in absolutely insane times. <laughs> Very eloquently put, I think. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, yeah. It's um, challenging, to say the least. Just trying to navigate, um, maybe just doing some grocery shopping, for instance. You know, I mean, luckily, without I being, have... Without being accosted by a professional well, Karen, of course, if you happen to not have your face diaper on, you know? That is the point I was just about to make. I mean, <laughs> I haven't... I luckily haven't been subjected to such horrors, but I've been hearing of recent, you know, associates and friends saying, yeah, I've been to a place, you know, to a, a well-known superstore, and not the staff. It was people swearing at me. How come you haven't got a fucking mask on? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, whoa, like, are you serious? Like, yeah, I, I was shocked that, you know, I didn't do anything. I just came into the place and. Yeah, well, in it, it part of, well, some of the delicious irony in some of the interactions I've had is I've had, and this isn't fat shaming by any stretch. I'm, not, I'm just saying this was the nature of the beast. A really, you know, large woman, one of the last people, she was morbidly obese coming up telling me I need to have my mask on for health reasons. And I'm like, you apparently should never, ever in your life ever say anything to anyone ever about doing things for health reasons, because that's clearly not a priority for you. So it's just, you know, some of the just irony and the hypocrisy. You got Dr. Fauci over here in one <laughs> breath saying you don't need a mask and then you got to have a mask. I mean, it's um, obviously there's more, I think, to all of this, mm -hmm. but it's just uh, it's just frustrating, man. It's just frustrating. 
definitely definitely i mean do you think based upon your um your research and what you've experienced do you think there is actually um some form of virus that is out there i do i do and it's um <clears throat> excuse me um i don't have corona i promise <laughs> I, it's it, it there is i mean i i personally think there's multiple strains um, it's affecting everyone so differently. I know the age demographic and comorbidities play a role and stuff like that too, but it just, to me, it seems like there's just more than just the one Rona virus going around. Um, and, you know, there's just so much to this, but when you extrapolate it, you know, the mask in my opinion are just the beginning of this kind of, um, almost China style, you know, technocracy, we're into the technocracy down the road, but the, the masks are just the beginning. You can't come in the store unless you have a mask on. You can't do this unless you have a mask on. The government may not make it mandatory and physical, like, hey, you have to have this, we're gonna come do this, mm. but you're not gonna be able to operate in society later on down the line without your vaccine. You know, you got over here in the States, you got Ticketmaster and they've kind of pulled back on it, but that's gonna be the new, the new thing. You can't go to school, you can't ride public transportation, you can't do this unless you have proof of a vaccine and this is all, in my opinion, lending itself to the larger Great Reset, mm -hmm. as Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum has called it. Um, this is this is this is just the beginning of something that has been planned out for a very, very long time, and I call it basically a eugenics-based, technocratic, transhumanist, authoritarian agenda. I know that's a mouthful, but it's it, that's. It, that's it, yeah, it, it encapsulates the whole of what we have been privy to if you've um done the research i looked at some of these papers that these um committees are writing and are publishing freely so you can look at the you know some of these these agendas that are, that are being put forth you can read some of the books that they've they've they've, they've written and authored yes um and then we can even look at, and we can even dumb it down a little bit, and we can look at the entertainment that's being brought forth in respect to movies and sitcoms and stuff. And it, the predictive programming is rife. Yeah. Totally well, rife. Yeah, when, you know, the whole, <clears throat> excuse me, Pfizer having, you know, we all know, not all of us, but we all kind of have realized that vaccines take years to make. And here they had something pumped out in less than a year, eight or nine months, clearly there was some pre-knowledge of this event. And when people just say, oh, this happened out of the blue, no. The World Economic Forum, Johns Hopkins, Bill Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation did the, what they call Event 201, mm -hmm. which was basically the war game of all of this. And of course, at the same time on Netflix, there was a docu-series called Surviving the Pandemic done by Bill Gates and his TED Talks talking about this. So, I mean, they, this was definitely not something that just came out of nowhere. But Jeffrey, you, you can't say <laughs> these things because you, you can't say these things because what you've got to take into consideration, number one, that we're not doctors, remember? We don't have that those um, stethoscopes and those white gowns on. You know, we don't have those, you know, possession of those costumes, number one. And number two, <laughs> right? <laughs> the, the whole world... The whole world of, of, of doctors and scientists, they've all got together on this. This just oh, yeah. this wasn't just like um, biotech or Mertech and Pfizer, etc. This was the whole world, Jeffrey. And the whole yes. world said, you know what? This is so serious. 
with you know cancer's not you know that cancer's kind of it's kind of serious but not that serious <laughs> aids is kind of serious but you know it's not that serious um you know not nearly as serious as a virus that if you get your 99 point whatever percent mm. going to survive and if you know people want to i don't know how it is over there but in the united states one of the leading causes of death over almost all illnesses is people under the care of those guys with the stethoscopes and the white coat taking the prescription that's been given to them you know or, or whatever it is dying under doctor's care is one of the leading causes of death here in the united states so and that's the, that's the other thing we're <clears throat> We're, we're all pretty, you know, not slaves to authority, but kind of are. We're all kind of raised to respect our elders, respect people in certain positions. And they've weaponized that against us pretty much. Now it's like the doctors are completely infallible. What do you want to do? Kill grandma, kill grandpa, et cetera. And, you know, the social engineers, they're masters at trauma-based, um, whatever the term is, kind of trauma-based. Mind control? Of sorts, right? You know, after 9-11, that was like a wicked, horrible day that we all witnessed on live TV. So we were willing to give up any rights whatsoever. Just don't make that happen again. And so here we are again, you know, um, a public health threat, an invisible enemy, almost like terrorism. We gave up all these rights for this invisible enemy. And here we are 20 years later, giving up more rights for this invisible enemy with no end in sight. And of course, I, you know, that's by design. <laughs> But again, it's it sucks, man, because you have so pe so many people who I think are genuinely well-intended, but through, I mean, the word is ignorance, right? It's yes. be, ignorance means being uninformed. Through that lack of information and lack of critical thinking, they're just willing to accept whatever narrative is given to them by these people in authority, because of course they've never lied to us before. And so that is like a big linchpin in how this is allowed to play out. People's acquiescence. Mm -hmm. Is, is what's allowing to this, this to pro proliferate so much. And, you know, the numbers, we hear how the numbers are cooked and, you know, the number of people who die actually from COVID is a rather small number as opposed to the comorbidities, but still, people just ignore the 99 point whatever percent survival rate. They're just, and then again, it's like now this, now this vaccine, which is I think 90% effective. Why do I need to take a, a, a vaccine for 90% effectiveness for a virus that's 99% survivable? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> and it sucks. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying <clears throat> this isn't real and people aren't being affected by it because they are. Mm -hmm. And condolences for anybody's family who's had to deal with this. But unfortunately now, the cure has become worse than the disease. Well, it's <laughs> over in um, the brains of the beast where I am currently. Um, they are touting numbers of 95% um, rather than the 90%. And they're saying that um, it's going to help everybody, basically. And it's it has to be stored under a temperature of 70, yeah. minus 70 degrees. And it can't be moved and transported more than four times. They plan on vaccinating the whole of... Um, frontline workers i.e like nurses etc so they're yes. going to be the first ones to get it and then they're going to go move down the vulnerability so the elderly people so yes. the numbers of vaccines that they have isn't going to cover number one the, the, the first line of defense the frontline workers number two we know this is a two-shot 
kind of thing, isn't it? And yes. it's not done consecutively. It's done within a 20, well, after 28 days, I'm, I'm hearing this fluctuated numbers. I've heard initially it was up to 28 days that within that period. And now I'm hearing after 28 days, you would go back for your second injection. Um, Isn't that that zombie movie, 28 days or yes. 28 days or something? Like, yeah, interesting. Mm, that 28 days. Um, <laughs> but then again, so... This week, um, we've actually, they're actually injecting people with this now in, 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 in Birmingham, Birmingham, UK. They're actually injecting people. They're, they've set up today. There's been some mass uh, reports and well, uh, marketing, that's the best, best way to put it, in regards to test centers that have been set up that are going to be open seven days a week. And these test mm -hmm. centers, surprisingly, they're, te they're for people who aren't showing any symptoms, who aren't ill, but just want to get tested. Well, yes, yeah, so we can keep those numbers of cases up. The cases, oh my God, the cases, regardless of the fact that 99% are going to survive, the cases, the cases. That's the other thing, like the inversion of reality to some degree. It's like, how, I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I guess we're all prepared to just live in this riskless society you know, well, we're all going to die of something, right? I mean, yes. and again, this is not something Ebola or you're bleeding out of your eyes or anything like that. It's like this, you have more of a chance of getting in an act, car accident when you hop in your car and drive, or any number of things, right? I mean, the people have shown the numbers of how many people die from this or that over the years, and they don't shut down a country or a planet, you know, economic or the middle class and economies across the world aren't collapsing off of tuberculosis deaths or influenza deaths, but for some reason, this one is, you know, mm. we got to shut it all down for the old Rona. It, and it, it's, it's, it's baffling. It's baffling, really, because as you said, that, you, you know, I mean, do you remember growing up in like in the 80s and stuff and it, when AIDS and HIV first came out? That was, that was oh, yeah. frightening based upon what the media was saying. And you, yeah. you can't drink from the same glass and sitting down on toilet seats and all kind of stuff. And they made a little <laughs> industry about this stuff. And you'd, you'd think based upon, you know, what the, the, the evil of what that was and how that was promoted, that they would be throwing everything into, you know, let's stop the world for that. But yeah. it, it, it just doesn't add up. And the people, it's like, it well, should we question this? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, you can't question anything. Well, and again, there's that like mass Stockholm syndrome. People, we've been lied to so many times by, you know, governments throughout the world, your government, our government. And the weird thing over here with this thing called the National Defense Authorization Act, I mean, they've been propagandizing us for years, right? But it's been illegal. Now it's actually legal for the U.S. government to propagandize its citizens. So it's like any news outlet, anything you see, it's like they could just be saying anything. And, you know, like I said, people's kind of slave to authority and lack of critical thinking. They just take it and just eat it up. And almost like you were alluding to, if you question it, my God, <laughs> how dare you question, you know, anything. And it's, and like I said, none of this adds up and none of this adds up. And a good friend of mine, Sam Tripoli, posted something on Twitter not so long ago. And it was like, this is all part of the design of the PSYOP, if you will, where you'd have no idea what the fuck is going on. Mm. You know, you don't know which way you're going. Up is down, down is up. And it's like a mass MK Ultra, if you will, job that they're doing on everyone to kind of hypnotize us into this state of complete acquiescence. Well, based you, off fear, you know, I mean, the fear-based traumas or the, it's, 
Mm. It's crazy and it's working. <laughs> and it's but working. it is, it is, think about it. Let's let's rewind back time back to when uh, March and then we had uh, the UK locked. I can't even remember when it was. I think it was like a, a very early March. Every day there was a, a, a sort of a press conference from the, the, the prime minister. Yeah. Everyone was rushing home because they wanted to know what was going on. How is this going to affect my life? As we know, that, that little box that we that most people sit in front of, it has a flicker rate, and that flicker oh, yeah. rate puts people into a trance, right? This yeah. is this isn't this isn't make believe, this isn't, you know, this is proven fact. Yes. So for the people who aren't necessarily um, utilizing left and right brain and, and utilizing critical thoughts, they're just in a trance totally. They're dribbling out their mouth. They're like, oh, okay, we've got a social distance. Hey, uh, love, we, we, uh, we've got to sleep in, uh, in separate beds today because uh, it's Corona thing and I better put a mask on. That's what they're saying. It's yeah. the, the constant the constant fear porn that they've been pumping out. They've been pumping it out. People have been glued to the television, to the television, because they want to know, how is this going to affect my life? How can I move forward? Is it, you know, will I have a job left? What's going on with the economy? You know, people are watching to find out how they can then maneuver. So with all of that going on, they could have slipped in some additional little bits of um, flickerate to do, you know, to, mm -hmm. to, to make people a little bit more malleable. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's all of that and this combination of all of these things, whether it's proper overt propaganda, flicker rates, you know, the the mind fucking that's going on. And it's just it's through the abs it's absolutely through the roof. And it's all combining to make this like, again, it's here in the state and it's a little bit of everywhere. I think that was at the grocery store. They got arrows <laughs> where you can walk and don't you know stand here and don't walk here. I mean, it's almost like this Pavlovian like dog training. And it's, I don't know if you know who Edward Bernays was. Oh, yes. Yeah, he was like, you know, the founder of modern day PR and marketing and all that other stuff. I mean, he was able to utilize just basic human instincts to, to effectively market people. The wanting to belong, the wanting to be cool, the wanting to be in a group and all that, you know, that's, you know, I want to be like Mike. If I buy some Jordans, I'll be able to jump like Mike. <laughs> and th he, they've now utilized that just the basic human instincts now with our digital footprint. I'm sure you've probably seen that movie Social Dilemma on Netflix if you haven't, it's, it's worth checking out. I mean, I, I got some <clears throat> certain issues with it, but at the end of the day, through the social engineering, just understanding who we are intrinsically, psychologically, et cetera, mixed with our digital footprint, they know exactly who we are now, better than almost how we know ourselves. You know, they know we're gonna go watch whatever at 6.30 every night or buy this food or all of it. So they know exactly who we are. So they, they can so yeah. effectively market to us and mind fuck us. It's, and, it's beyond belief, you know. I, and so many, well, I'm so sorry. many people have willingly given up. I mean, think about when Facebook first started and the social media's first started. People were putting apps and they'll still do it. They've got their, 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 all their photographs, their parents, the children, their whole house, yeah. the inside of their yeah. house, what they're eating. There's like a daily yes. like transcript of I've just woke up, I've got on the bus and, you know, and yeah. it's absolutely, <laughs> it's their whole life. And then they go yes. on holiday and then they get home and then the house has been burgled. <laughs> well, and it's, it's one of those, it's, yeah, no, you're exactly right. I remember back in the day where if you and I were talking and you heard somebody like listening to us, you're like, oh, excuse me, can I help you? Mm. You know what I mean? This is me and my friend having a conversation. Go fuck yourself. Now we just got 
diarrhea of the mouth and the fingertips. We're just saying everything. Like you said, here I am. I'm at this restaurant. I'm about to go to the Bahamas tomorrow. I mean, it's just, it's the complete inversion of what we used to have as far as this kind of like some sense of privacy that we would give ourselves. Now we're just like, like you said, we just have to tell everybody everything we're doing. <laughs> and whether we realize it or not, that's creating a, a digital footprint that as this technocracy grows and we move into this next phase of, I don't even want to call it humanity even more because they're trying to remove that with this whole transhumanist agenda. Mm. It's, it's a brave new world, man. Aldous Huxley said yes. it in the 60s. And he said in a video I, I often post, we're going to get to a point where we're going to demand our enslavement. We're going to fight for our enslavement. Mm -hmm. And when you start taking these things away, my phone or whatever, we will fight to have those back. And that's, again, that's, that's a slow roll that makes that happen, man. Almost, I mean, I'm sorry to be jumping around, but like Yuri Bezmenov with the ideological subversion of what's been happening in this country, the first process, which is demoralization, takes like 10 to 15 years. And we, that's the thing with us, man, as human beings, we live in this like ADD mm. world, day to day, moment to moment. You know, we, we watch 30 minutes of whatever news show and we think we're informed when in fact, these engineers of society, they're planning 10, they're planning generations ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, people don't get that. And I know they've demonized the term conspiracy theorists or whatever, but this is a fucking long chess game. Not, not even checkers. It's not shoots and ladders like or Candyland or whatever the fuck people are playing. This is a long well thought out engineered chess game that is, you know, at this point, like I said, uh, trying to get rid of human beings and humanity and bring in this whole great reset fourth industrial revolution, which is, we're not even, gonna, I mean, honestly, like look at the last year, our country, our world is almost unrecognizable. Yeah. Think about what's going to happen in like three to five more years. It's, I mean, as some people, I'm sorry to bounce around still, but Elon Musk was on uh, Joe Rogan talking about his Neuralink, <laughs> and they were selling it like it's so dope. Man, if you got Alzheimer's, you're going to have your memories yeah. back, and if you're a paraplegic, you'll be able to walk again. Mm. So they sell it like it's so dope and so efficient when it's, it's a slippery slope into something that we won't even, again, we won't even fucking recognize ourselves here pretty soon. And, and we'll all just... Uh, You'll, you'll have some resistance as we're seeing already, but overall, like I said, since they've been planning this forever, and it's almost that boiling, for, boiling frog metaphor, or Aldous Huxley, I mean, we're just going to love it. We're going to eat it up. We're going to demand it. Well, they're doing it already. They're, they're, people are demanding. I mean, I, I, I try and listen to I don't watch... Um, the, the the box as much I, I tend to listen to to like the talk radios uh locally yeah. and nationally. so i like to listen to the pulse of what the actual people or who are yeah. allowed to, to be on the radio let's put it that way and um the, obviously generally it's from what i'm hearing they're allowing 60 percent of the popular to come on and say yeah i want it yesterday i will actually pay money for this vaccination i just want to get back on with my life yeah yeah and then the other percentage, the 40, they're coming on and they are stating the most commonsensical things you could you could ever think of. And it's like, yeah, you you raise some good points. Um, yes, it has taken a year for this this super, this super vaccination to come out. And we, we they've said that they know about the long-term effects of um of what this vaccination can do. But, <laughs> How on earth could you do that within a year? Do they have some kind of special technology that we're, we're not privy to? Like, you know, 
Well, no, and again, that goes back to one of my original points. Like, they knew this was coming. Pfizer had that shit ready. Moderna had that shit. I mean, because you just, I mean, come on, man. This new revolutionary RNA vaccine, never been seen before. Yeah, we pumped it out in fucking six, eight months. I mean, would you would you buy a car that they did a rush job on? Would you jump out of a fucking plane with a parachute that somebody packed it in a hurry? I mean, it's just like, why would you trust shooting something in your fucking arm? I mean, look at even the influenza, the flu vaccine. That's hugely ineffective. Oh, yeah. I mean, but it's like now, again, that fear-based trauma, people are almost just like, just walk, yes, putting their arm up, yes, do it. Like you said, so I can just get back to my fucking life. When, you know, Bill Gates, I saw a video the other day. He's like, I don't even know if this shit's going to work. <laughs> I don't even know if it's going to be effective. And then you got Cuomo in, in, in New York. Like, no, we're not going back to normal. Who, even if you do get the vaccine. And Fauci, like, yeah, even if you get the vaccine, people are still going to have to wear masks. You're still going to have to socially distance, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just like, this is just phase one, man. And I don't, <laughs> doing the show, I get hit up with stuff a lot. You know what I mean? And you got to definitely have your thinking cap on because this whole, you know, they're putting nano shit in the oh. vaccines and they're going to hijack your brain. I mean, it's 2020. And I mean, not even that. It's anything's fucking possible. That Lieber guy who got arrested in Harvard working with the Chinese, that was his thing, like vaccines and nanotechnology. So I don't know, man. I really don't know. Between like Elon Musk, Neuralink and all this other stuff, anything is freaking possible. And to kind of discount it out of hand because that goes against not yours, but people's normalcy bias or confirmation bias is just dangerous because I was talking to a friend last night, man. People don't get how wicked, how truly wicked some of these motherfuckers are, man. And it's it's a beautiful thing almost. It's a testament to their humanity of like, wow, I could never see that happening. Well, that's a beautiful thing because your mind doesn't work that way. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing, but some people's mind does. And it's <laughs> but you, you hit a key point there. It's it's for, for most sensible people who may have a little bit of wickedness in them. But as far as doing the, the level of debauchery and, and, and depravity, which they're, they're, they've unleashed upon the world, most people, it's like, why on earth would we do that? Like, no, yeah. no, why? No, yeah. <laughs> we're not going to do anything like that. No, we may kill a, a couple criminals or something like that. But no, we're not going to do anything that's going to affect the whole world and 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 and, and depopulate. Yeah, even though they've been talking about it forever, you know. But it's it, that's the thing with me, man. As a kid, you know, I started down this whole whatever, just questioning things. As a kid, 15, 16 years old. I remember one night watching this documentary on on uh, the JFK assassination. So that just sent me down a huge rabbit hole for years. You know, I just that's where it really started for me. But once it really resonated with me that fuck, dude, these guys publicly executed our president sitting next to his wife, yeah. blew his head off in mm. broad fucking daylight and then fed us this nonsense about this guy who supposedly did it with a shitty rifle. And so me as a kid, I was like, "Oh my, I mean that really made me start questioning everything like if they could do that to him as our president and lie about it anything's on the table anything is on the table so that's where my like uh i don't even know my barometer was just like every question every fucking thing man because yeah. this is but again as a kid i mean i don't know why that resonated with me as a kid but as grown adults people like i was saying earlier the, they've been lied to over and over and over again but they're still willing to listen and believe what what people are telling them and again i think this a lot has to do with like i said our being raised to respect doctors hey they got white coats on and mm -hmm. authority you know what i mean any authority figure we're just kind of supposed to accept that which again it's please just still do that but also have some level of critical thinking and respect yourself enough to like 
yeah, I'm questioning what you're saying. There's nothing wrong with that. It's, I don't know if you have any kids, but you know, I got, you know, whatever I got kids and you know, my older one's 23 now, but back in the day, he's like, Hey, I'm going to stay at such and such's house. Um, <laughs> is her parents there? Like what's going like, yeah, just question shit. I mean, I had some, maybe a horrible metaphor or analogy, but people just didn't apologize for questioning shit. Not at all. Again, it's it's your right. It's your right. If you are not, if you're not certain, if you're unsure, if you just want reassurance, everybody should be entitled to ask that question. And you, as someone asking the question, shouldn't be demonized. You shouldn't be shunned. You shouldn't be made no, to feel like an outcast. Well, people people were more apt to go get a fucking second opinion on whether their brakes are out or their exhaust is out, and they're going to pay six hundred dollars. They'll get a second opinion there. But when a second opinion on things we're talking about. Oftentimes, and I'm not saying everyone, because I know there's a lot of critical thinkers out there, but a lot of people who just accept these narratives and the notion of questioning it, it's just, it's just, a, you know, what are you, an Alex Jones or whatever that term, you know what I mean? They just, and that's what we set out to do with the conspiracy farm in our first episode. <clears throat> I'm like, if you don't see that conspiracies are everywhere, yeah, not all of them are real, but it's just like, if, from the Gulf of Tonkin that got us into the Vietnam War and 58,000 Americans plus died and millions of Vietnamese, that was all based off a fucking lie. And you could just go through time and time and time again where we've just been lied to and conspiracies are real. So Operation we to Northwoods. Do, Northwoods, name it. Fucking every war <laughs> in the 20th century from the Spanish-American War, World War I, World War II, Persian Gulf War, Iraqi freedom, war in Syria, it's all been based off bullshit and lies. And it's easily provable. So what we tried to set out to do is kind of redefine that term conspiracy because, you know, starting, I think, with the Kennedy assassin, they start demonizing people who question that event. And it's, you know, transcended and cascaded into where we are now. Where, like what, we're saying, what, if you question. Wasn't that where that came into the lexicon, where the FBI came in and said, utilize that, that word if anybody questions this, yeah. this, this assassination? Yeah, yeah. And it, it yeah. Absolutely. And it's unfortunate. I mean, you're not going to save everybody. Not everybody's going to get it. But to me, it just seems like so much of this shit is just so overt and blatant. And it's... You know what it is? You know what it is? <laughs> they live. We found that, yeah, that no, little absolutely. box. We found the uh, box yes. and we got them shades on, man. And we can well, and see... It's, it's, oh, the Matrix, dude. The Matrix. The Matrix is a fucking documentary. That's not a fucking motion picture. They've inverted reality on top of... They've created a false reality on top of reality. And, you know, like you were saying, most people just want to, like Cyrus, I think his name was, he just wants to taste that steak. Oh, my, I know the steak isn't real, but it tastes great. And this is my life. Most people, and again, that's why I have such issue with quote unquote patriots here in this country. You know, they're all out in the woods, fucking second amendment and guns. And if they come and try to take it, blah, 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 the constitution, the constitution. I'm like, well, listen, fucking chief. They've been using the Constitution for toilet paper for fucking decades, if yeah. not longer. Like I was saying, the beginning of the Spanish-American War started with the sinking of the Maine. That was ba that was horseshit. We knew yeah. it was in, in, the long list, but it's almost a symbolic. The Boston Tea Party. With. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's so extremely tribalistic and playing their role, like LARPing and shit. You know, I, I, not to get too deep into humanity, but we all need some kind of organizing narrative, whether it's politics or religion. And we just run with it sometimes, just blindly not even question it because we're so busy playing the role. When I talk about patriots here on our show and on the show, it's just like, and I'm not advocating violence. I'm just asking people to <clears throat> put their money where their mouth is necessarily. And again, I don't mean go shoot shit up, but if you're fucking, if you're, if you're waiting for a tyranny 
like I just said, 55 fucking years ago, plus they blew our president's head off in broad fucking daylight. You know what I mean? It's like the die has been cast. We know we've been lied to. Tyranny is here and it's been here. So instead of going around just like playing cosplaying of sorts, patriots, again, I'm not saying this to advocate violence, but put your money fucking where your mouth is. Let's hold these fucking people to task. Accountable. Have them be accountable. Absolutely. Mm. And that's the thing we talk about all the time. There's just none. And even what's going on with this um, vote count and the fraud and election fraud, I think this is all still part of the PSYOP. I think Trump is just as fucking deep into the shit as everybody else. And they're drawing this out, creating, you know, you get people into groups and play those groups off against each other. It's more division. Yeah. And this is just an extension. Sidney Powell, all of this shit is just an extension of that Q bullshit. No one's going to come fucking save you. Trump's not going to save you. Q's not going to save you. I don't Jeffrey. care if you're religious or not. They're not going to save you. Save your fucking self. You see that Q stuff? I mean, I, I, I personally didn't invest any time into that at all. I did a, a very rudimentary search just to see, you know, if I could if I could get into it. Because I heard loads of the Q, Q and I, and oh, yeah, this and yeah. that, and all of these different theories. And I thought, what's the purpose? Like, look, what is this actually doing? Like, where's the fruit from the tree being bore from, yeah. from this Q, Q yes. and I character? It's the hope porn. It's the, again, it's the same extension. All we're seeing now, all oh, these cases, we got cases, Dominion. I mean, of course there was fucking fraud. Of course, dumbass Joe Biden stole this shit. But it's like, it, again, I think it's, I liken this whole cabal or whatever you call it, deep state. At the end of, when Trump came in, for, it reminded me of the end of the Godfather part one, the baptism scene, mm. right? Michael's having all the old gangsters taken out to bring in his gangsters. They're all fucking gangsters, dude. Mm. If people think Trump is a fucking white hat, just, I mean, He's just a figurehead, like all presidents are. But look at who made Trump. People like Wilbur Ross, you know, Wall Street. Yeah. I mean, these are people who bailed him out to the tune of billions in the 80s, and now they're in his White House. I mean, this is all that, just that revolving door of crony capitalism and shit like that. But this notion that he's some lone, not lone gun, but like lone gunslinger coming in to take out and drain <laughs> the fucking swamp. It's, it's, it's a part of a fucking psyop. It's, it's deep hope porn. And it makes people who would normally be doing shit sit back and be like, no, yeah. no, just wait, dude, just yeah. wait. Q's got this shit. Oh, no, hold on. Sydney Powell's got this shit. They don't have shit, dude. And this is all, even drawing this out is all a part of the PSYOP. Here in the country, I think civil, when I say civil war, it's not that symmetrical civil war, North versus South, lined up on both sides. Mm -hmm. They're pushing towards a massive civil war here in this country, which is going to take place regionally guerrilla warfare yeah. i mean it's going to go down but it's not going to take place the way we saw it before but all of this is the part what we're seeing here in the united states is is part of the psyop to get people more and more entrenched in their tribe yes. piss people off so when it goes fucking kinetic mm -hmm. it goes kinetic hard because we just sat here this whole fucking summer and i know you guys saw stuff in europe here too and too just the blm just burning Bro. shit down dude okay. if i was to go down the fucking street and take over my local convenience store yep. i'd have fucking swat and frogmen all over my ass these guys are able to take over swaths yep. of territory next to police stations yeah. for days and weeks and people being shot and murdered and raped yeah you let's get knew. into it jeff listen these they, <laughs> they, they have they have and i, I get this question when i'm when i'm out doing my um my my work and stuff i, I have some clients and they'll you know They'll say, you, you know, what do you think about all this this BLM stuff? And I'm thinking, oh, you know, where, where do I go with this? You know, do, do I give them the, the a standard answer? Um, no, it's actually, I mean, it's a really kind of a simple one. And that's what the fuck I've been saying. Because it's like people get so, 
again, part of the PSYOP, whether Black Lives Matter or not has absolutely nothing to do with the organization yes. known as Black Lives exactly. Matter. Nothing whatsoever. Yes. And again, I told my brother, I tell family members, they're just pimping your emotions about yeah. the woe of being a person of color. Man, fucking slavery, we have it so rough. And we could get into like shit that's fucked up. But at the end of the day, they're utilizing that to make it seem like that's the be all end all. Now yeah. somehow they give a shit. No, no. It's just, again, trying to <clears throat> play these groups off against each other for a larger, larger conflict. I mean, we've seen the fucking payrolls, man. We know who's funding this. And George any Soros. George Soros, among many others. And this is just a replay of fucking history. Whether it's the Bolshevik revolutions or Mao or fucking Cambodia, whether it's race or anything else, they will utilize and weaponize people's sense of disenfranchisement whether it's legit or not, and be able to use them and play them off fucking like chess pieces. And race is an absolutely perfect one oh, to use. Of course, especially and over there in the wilderness of North America where it's so entrenched in regards to, to race and, and, and the, 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 the discussion around race. I mean, yes. currently, I mean, I'm still like, it, it blows my mind, totally blows my mind that we were in 20, 2020. And we've, we've, we've allegedly advanced so far and so fast technologically and everything else. But yet, there's still a 13th Amendment that says black folk, so-called black folk, are going to be free until they commit a crime. And if they commit a crime, they're now back into slavery. How, how, how on earth is that still a, a, a thing in 2020, Jeffrey? Uh, it's, I have no idea, man. It's It's... <sighs> we're all fucking none of these lives matter I hate to go back to the jfk thing he was part of part of this aristocratic fucking family youngest president ever white as the fucking snow president of the united states and publicly executed in front of his wife head blown smooth the fuck off none of our lives matter to these people none of them especially like the eugenicists that's what i'm saying you know it's not like just black people's businesses are fucking or you know small businesses are being imploded. The whole middle class in this country is being imploded. Suicides through the fucking roof. Yes. Uh, you know, kids, kids visits to the ER from child abuse. Exactly. Domestic violence is through the fucking roof. They're fucking all of us. And Jeffrey, again, that's, that's kind of- whole thing. I'm sorry. Just to interject in regards to the, um, the domestic violence, since the latest lockdown in here in the UK, it's gone up 300% just in my local area. And that's the UK. I mean, I'm not minimizing. And that's just the UK. That's happening all over the fucking planet, dude. Again, they know who we are. And again, we're social creatures. You take that away, we get anxiety. We get fucking depressed. It compromises our immune system. They know exactly what the fuck they're doing. And again, we just keep falling for it because every, again, it's a human nature kind of thing of the divide and conquer. Divide everybody up into groups and then play those groups off against each Mm -hmm. other. It's a and game. That's just the extreme tribalist shit we have over here. It's everywhere, actually. Fuck. I mean, Rwanda, for fuck's sake. Oh, gosh. There's a killing machine for three months. Black people killing black people, Hutus and Tutsis. It had nothing to do with fucking racism, more ethnic than tribal. But they created a killing machine with machetes where almost a million people were killed in less than three months. I mean, again, this was all fomented. It, exactly. Who was in the ear of somebody saying, well, why don't you go over there and take that land? Like, they, you know, they're two different, you know. Well, and again, just the same, same thing as gen- any genocide. And I say this on the show all the time. And I saw this going up to 2016 because I saw how visceral the division was. It's not about fucking partial birth abortion or same-sex marriage. It's not about ideological differences anymore. The divisions are fucking deep. Mm-hmm. Families stopped talking. Marriages ended in 2016. So I saw the writing on the wall and being a history guy, 
I was alive during, you know, Rwanda, and I've seen Srebrenica and the different Darfur. Yeah. Genocides do not happen overnight. These things are engineered over the course of years. Yes. And I would hear, I would hear the language, and we hear it now. Trump supporters, they're not even fucking human. Or yeah. libtards, they're not even human. When you start using the language of seeing your, your foe as no longer a human being, mm -hmm. that's kind of where you get Rwanda, where dude's fucking neighbor you hack up your fucking neighbor yeah. a day before yesterday you were barbecuing or whatever he was your next door neighbor and the next day you fucking hack him up with a machete mm. but these underlying tribal ethnic racial things they just stew and stew and stew and that's what we're looking at a fucking powder keg yeah and the recipes are all there man we're just waiting for that spark which could and, be anything and as you say that, that you've got a, a under undertone um, of the powers that shouldn't be who are fomenting this who are who are putting everything to stoke this up there's nothing there is nothing wrong with with the with being tribal with loving who you are loving Absolutely. your your ethnicity loving your your uh, your nation your country there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with having pride there's nothing wrong with that nothing. but what happens is as you say it gets becomes weaponized to the the point where as you say you've got this 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 hate group called blm you might as well just call it for what it is that it's the, the, most of these things that are out they're all hate groups the the the, the, the alphabet or let's just call them broadly the alphabet gangs they're yeah, all hate yeah. groups they're all pushing a, a specific agenda going back to the blm specifically that that's for people who who have a very narrow spectrum black lives matter oh so that means that's 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 relating to police brutality and stuff around black people and oh okay but then when you go into the website it's got no mention of the black male of, the, of having a, a nuclear family protecting mm. the black male and getting them out of prison or anything like that it's all yeah. about women um lesbianism business and or everything yes. everything apart from the, the nuclear black family which is well, the source yeah. of creating you know a bit more balance so we don't have wild children running around doing all kind of madness They've got well, that's what, that's what we're talking about, man. After post-Civil War, early 1900s, and I'm not, a, I'm not super dialed in on the stats, but at the end of the Civil War and moving into in the early 1900s, poverty was almost at its all-time low. Creating generational wealth in the Black community was almost at its all-time high. I mean, you've heard mm -hmm. of Black Wall Street and this and that, but you start moving into the 60s and some of these policies of welfare, and yeah. like you said, which is hugely a part of it, yes, sweetheart, pump as many babies out you want, we'll give you all the fucking money you want, but dad can't be in the fucking house. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what started so much of this shit. Then you bring in fucking drugs, yep. then you commercialize the prison industry. I mean, I, I was of the age of fucking gangster rap. I bobbed my head like nobody else. Oh, yeah. But that shit was weaponized, dude. Yeah. There's no fucking accident that, even though most deaf is dope, tried call quest is dope, there's, there's not an accident they were pushing fucking Tupac and Snoop. And again, I love these motherfuckers, but at the end of the day, that narrative was a culture, created a culture of death that we're still fucking suffering through today. Still. And that's not an accident. That is mm. not a fucking accident. You know, it isn't, you know, it isn't. And, and luckily, I would imagine yourself and myself had a strong enough mind to know that, yeah, this was dope music and we know all the lyrics and we would jam it and we would bob our head, but... We're not going to try and emulate what they're doing on wax or on CD, whereas the malleable crazy, maybe the millennial, millennials onwards, will be hearing the, those lyrics, reciting them, and wanting to reenact them, if not do something well, that's, better. That's what we still saw. We still saw that in the 80s and 90s, and that was the byproduct 
of of that family unit being fucked up. Yes, I listened to that shit. I you know I lived in the fucking suburbs. Parents, you know, I we our families still had issues and shit. But at the end of the day, people were going out and emulating it because they had no real role models to tell them not to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got a fucking nephew, dude, doing double fucking life because he went out and fucking did this shit. You know what I mean? Just some mm-hmm. dumb dumb shit that cost him his fucking cost him his life. And that's penitentiaries and cemeteries are full of motherfuckers who just didn't have that self-discipline. What the fuck? You stepped on my shoe? Yeah, Blang, blang, blang. My life is over now. And this person's life is over because he disrespected me. Mm. That's one of the biggest fucking false snares. Oh, gosh. It, 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 you know, the whole disrespect and all that other shit. I don't, I don't mean to get too deep into this, but like, check No, let's get, ego. do it, man. Do check it, your, man. Check your fucking ego. So that someone calls you a fucking nigger. Someone says, says, if you are that easily thrown off by somebody's words, then you are easily manipulated. And that's what I'm saying to the point where you're willing to throw your fucking life away because somebody bumped into you, stepped into you, called you what the fuck ever. Check your fucking ego, man. Why take ownership of other people's bullshit? And that's exactly what that is. And it's not disrespect. Respect is when you fucking respect yourself enough to know, I'm not going to let my life be defined by what this person just said to me or stepping on my shoe or whatever. But unfortunately, that's, you know, post-mortem because we have so many people who are just fucking, whose lives have been ruined Mm -hmm. because of their visceral reaction to some dumb shit that if they walked away for 10 minutes, they'd be fine. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, if we we go back to our childhood, there was a a, a, a rhyme that was said and, and it was said when something used to happen and generally, you know, look, you shouldn't be hitting person. You know what happens? Oh, they called me this and blah, blah, blah. And then someone sticks and stones, baby. Exactly. Sticks and stones will break your bones, but names will never hurt. So and that's yeah, as a I child, larger. Yeah, yo, but, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. as a child, you're like, you know what? Yeah, that I, that does make sense, and yeah, of course, but eh, but you're not really you're not really absorbing it. Like someone said that to you, you got your friends, you got your peers. Look, he just called you a, a dickhead again, or something. Again, this, this goes back. This goes back to the fucking Bernays. Our sense of wanting to belong, like you just said, if you're around your friends and such and such called you a punk, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm a punk. Cool. Oh man, you gonna let them punk you out like that? And the peer pressure to to stand up to supposed disrespect. Again, you wind up taking ownership of other people's shit, stoking you. Oh man, you gonna let them call you a bitch? Look, I know I'm not a bitch, dude. I don't give a fuck what he says to me, dude. Are you kidding me? Exactly. Why do I give a fuck? That is, is. but people, it's again, it's reality turned upside down. It's somehow being a man and being a real fucking king is. for taking the time to tune into CFR Network. If you enjoyed the content, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And if you ain't already, most definitely share. If you'd like to go that step further and to support the broadcast, go over to sbmentality.com and go get yourself some merch. And also go check out my sponsor over at Instagram, Supreme of the UK. Thank you for your continued support.